0: Dive Buddies, this is go, 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 go. the Sea, the, the podcast for the inquisitive diver.
1: Hey there, Dive Buddies, and welcome to the show. On today's episode, I have one of the many colourful characters that makes the dive industry so enjoyable. This guy just makes me laugh 24-7, so I make no apologies for the countless laughs you may hear from me during the next hour or so. Other than having a huge passion for life and moreover the aquatic world we venture into, he's worked all over the world and invested many years in the dive industry. He's visited some amazing destinations before deciding to set up shop and call Indonesia home. Now, I love to visit Indonesia and have regularly included Nusa Penida as a meeting point at the start of any Indonesian expeditions I organize. And I've watched Blue Corner Dive Nusa Penida grow over the years, and I love the progression that this little dive shop has. Today, we talk about this absolute gem of an island, the dive shop, how to get there, and what you can find above and below the water's surface. Also, some really random local pastimes. Ladies and gentlemen, it gives me great pleasure to introduce to you Mr. Jason Fondis of Blue Corner Dive, Noosa Penida. Hello, Jace. How are you doing? Um, Matt, I am not too bad.
0: I'm all right. <laughs> I'm, uh, what can I say? It's, it's a Groundhog Day as always. So, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good.
1: I'm pretty good, thanks. We're ticking over. Um, are you? Have you got any kind of sign of people coming back to the island yet?
0: Actually, yes. Um... Strangely enough, it, only within like the last week, um, I briefly went over to the sister island, New um, to have a a, a quick conversation with uh, with my business partner over there, and we were um, talking about um, you know pretty much the same. I would imagine with most dive operators about the best um, ways which we can um, uh, bring in new procedures to essentially do our best to keep everybody staff and customers um as non-covid reactive as possible so you know i I assume this is gonna this is probably the same the world over with everybody who's been to you know on on these podcasts and about what what they're looking at doing next you know we're looking at um procedures involving um everything from coming into the dive center and signing up to um, you know, different ways maybe of getting on the boat, staggering, staggering sort of like, um, into groups, like getting on the boat to, um, mm. minimal amounts of hands being passed between things like, um, uh, equipment to, you know, washing equipment and procedures of doing that. So, um, yeah, I've, I've sort of snuck over to, to Lumbonga and was having this conversation with my business partner. And then, you know, we were talking about business and bookings and whatnot. And it's like, a, have you had anything on the radar? And in like the last sort of three months, it's like, no, nah, man, it's just, you know, tumbleweed crickets. And, um, yeah. and then I came back and there was an email in my inbox asking me, uh, if there's, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, details about, uh, actually an open water course. And then literally just before we had this conversation, I've had, um, I've just had a, an email from somebody asking about diving and all the possibility of an advanced open water course. Um, so, yeah, in the, in the general, in sort of like the, the, the close quarters, I think, um, yeah, now it's... Well, the word's getting out on Bali anyway. Um, you know, Bali is, is, is sort of um, slowly opening up. Uh, I believe yeah. the opening date for us, as it, or, or for, for, for the, the locale for like Bali, is um, July the 9th. So I think some of the people who have been just killing time on the mainland are now nice sort of going well apparently we might be able to go diving is this true so i've had in the last week i've i've had sort of two week two emails say so that's cool
1: yeah happy days well hopefully we'll get a few more people coming oh, um, yeah
0: hopefully more in two but <laughs> hey man anything it's optimistic you know it's it, it's a positive it's a positive sort of uh, uh sort of change you know it's it's and it's you know hopefully we really are that optimistic that that is just the start of things to come um But I mean, you don't know. I think it's going to be very erratic, certainly until low season of this year is over, which will be more like February, March next year. So I still think it's going to be very, very erratic until then. However, if anybody wants to come, it'll be like, it'll be a great time to come anywhere between sort of now and that, because it'll be really quiet. So, you know, anybody want to come? Can you call? Yeah. But there you go. Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, get all the dive sites to
0: yourself. Happy Absolutely. Days. You should come over, mate. It's going to be epic. I, you like that? Oh, I <laughs> oh, no, you're not, you're not even allowed if to. If I it. could. Yeah.
1: I'm not allowed. Yeah, no, so. I'm, I'm in lockdown in Osman. man.
0: Uh, uh, was, was it Australia lockdown till January next year, something like that, end of this year, beginning
1: next year? It's, it's something like that. Right. Give, me the, give me the gossip. You've, you've been diving, haven't I you? I have
0: been. Yes, I have. Um, no, we have. I mean, this whole thing, is, as a business owner, like I'm sure every every single business owner and or manager or whatnot in our business and every other business, this is like been pretty damn horrific. However, I think on the positive side of things, the Reefs have had time to go, yes. And the fish about time go, yes, <laughs> this is ours. Um, uh, yeah, we, we've done a, a couple of dives um, to the manta sites. Um, obviously, the, the the most well-known around here is, is Manta Point. Um, there, there's a couple of manta sites. Yes. Um, one of them is uh, because the mantas are feeding there super, super close to the surface. Very, very popular with um, with snorkel boats. So although we, we do go there, um, sometimes the snorkelers can be a little bit overzealous sometimes they're not necessarily as um uh, as well informed should we say by the snorkel operators about you know don't just chase a fish because it's going to beat you in a foot race like no what, a fin race in this case <laughs> like no problem so you know don't be daft don't try and hug them or stuff they look like they want to be hugged don't hug them um you know sometimes people aren't, aren't particularly good at, at, at professing that and getting like codes of conduct over to them so it Oftentimes, the, the you know, as a, a as a dive site, we don't necessarily go there, or certainly not in the morning when you know it gets generally quite chocker sort of first thing in the morning. So our most popular dive site is Manta Point. Um, for for mm.
1: so the one you've just mentioned is is Manta Bay, yeah? yeah. Um, great dive, still yeah. all
0: the same. There's fantastic stuff you can see there. Um, it's really nice, really good for macro as well. But um. Well, that's what we got. That's why we
1: got the dolphins. That's last where you time, got actually. the dolphins last time. Yeah,
0: uh, it's really good dolphins. The <laughs> giant and and
1: swimming around after. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's a magical place. It's to be fair, you can see anything. Um, but yeah, we we've, I've snuck on down to um, Man's Point with some uh, friends a couple of times, and, and uh, you know whether it's, I mean, the thing is, you can only speculate without actually having data and scientific sort of data to back it up with, but this time of the year is normally quite good for mantas anyway as far as like numbers you know you can never guarantee numbers you can never guarantee sightings i'd say normally you've got about a 90 percent chance of seeing it but we've been here a few times and the numbers it's just like it's even loads you, you just kind of you, you jump on in you go around and there's you know uh, if, you, if you could take a snapshot with a camera there might be you know sort of i think the most like I, I kind of visually went Ugh, was like 17 on the, the shallow cleaning station, which is in like eight meters of water. And then you kind of go for a little bit of a swim around and there's like, you know, uh, oh, there's another there and there's coupled air there and that's, they get cleaned all over the entire site? And yeah, it's been glorious. Um, it's amazing. It's almost worth going, you know what? Let's just never yeah. open again. Let's <laughs> just never open again. Obviously,
1: zero <laughs> cash. So,
0: but you know, it'd be like never open again. Screw this. We yeah. you take people for Let's Just go on in. This would be selfish and enjoy the moment. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it has been, uh, you yeah. know, it, it's been very, very nice. The mantas have very much, I, I'm sure, clearly enjoyed, enjoyed uh, a little bit of, um, a little bit of downtime and just taking back what's theirs. And, and again, like some of the, um, I've done some shore dives on the, on the reef just out the front here, um, along, with, I suppose, what you could almost say is a house reef. And, um, uh, again, there's been some, some, um, some nice fish action and seen, you know, some nice things. A couple of times seen a pink whip ray and seen a, um, tail sting ray and, couple of big eagle rays floating around and then just just some nice you know just just some nice fish action but because of the yeah i think i think the reef i mean it's only been three months so it's not like you're gonna you know it's like this you know this sort of euphoric <laughs> so sort of we like spring has sprung and the reef has just exploded into life <laughs> um but you know i think it, it, there, there's been a nice yeah. sort of settling down of um you know a lot of the, a lot of the fish haven't been disturbed by um uh by you know constant sort of um noise because I remember seeing this there's some um there's been some scientific studies into into um how, how like noise and vibrations sort of like um affect certain species of fish. So I think they they've very much enjoyed a, a small amount of a return to normalcy and um yeah mm-hmm. the sort of like the few little snapshots which I've been doing has been has been great. Um yeah it's
1: just, it's just yeah. not
0: been with customers.
1: Yeah. Well you did that um you did that dive recently with a, a, a bunch of your mates on the on the island there, and um, someone luckily had a camera um, with the the manta with all the fishing line on it.
0: That that was yeah, that was um, actually. God, time is rapidly going by. When was that? that? Was that was probably end of April now? But yes, yeah, we um, wow. we, we were super lucky actually because oh, I say we're super lucky. The manta was probably a little bit luckier than we were, but um, you know, we, it's <laughs> our. So we have two um, relatively uh, iconic manta sites, and probably one is more iconic than the other because the other one does get a lot more snorkel traffic. Um, but this dive site is called Manta Point, and we are very lucky that we've got uh, a good population population of um, reef manta rays, uh, manta alfredi. And they are loving a lockdown. I'm sure that probably globally, the, you know because obviously of of um you know increased tourism water sports tourism whether it's you know anything from banana boats to snorkeling to diving um you know it, it does it does wage an impact on 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 the on the local environment and um although we've got insanely beautiful reef systems here um and everybody's working hard to keep it that way you can't not acknowledge that diver numbers and well tourism numbers to the islands are going up, which includes diving and, and, mm-hmm. and, and snorkeling and whatnot. And, and some people are not or some dive operators are not as conscientious as they should be when it comes to getting a message across to their um, you know to their, to their customers to interact in a responsible manner. And underwater mm-hmm. they're not as uh, good as they should be when it comes to controlling their divers to not do stupid things. And oftentimes, you know, you can see on, on our Manta site in, in the high, high, high part of high season, just like people chasing them and, and, and whatnot. So they are having the time of their life at the moment. The few times which we've gone around to, to Manta Point just to kind of, you know, with, with, a, with a boat with, you know, eight friends and jump off, drop down. Yeah, you, you know, it's like 20, 30, and just you in the water. And, you know, you cruise around the whole site and you you don't, you don't not see a Manta. You know, there's, there's like there are there are. There is less than a minute before you see another no. one, if you know what I mean. If, if you don't park yourself at what is essentially the the shallow and like the main cleaning yeah. station, which if you can remember yeah. that one, yeah, because um, I know we've taken you there. But um, if you don't, if you if you decide to move and go somewhere else and go for a bit of a swim, I would say that there is not uh, a a sixty second time period where you won't see at least another one yeah. um so you know it, it's really really good for the marine life at the moment <laughs> sucks if you're trying to like your own business but it's fantastic but getting back to what you what you were saying, yes um we went to uh we did too. we did a bit of a reconnaissance mission and then our second dive was at man's point and um we were we were fortunate that we were in the right place at the right time because there was this manta ray which was very very heavily mm. wrapped up in, in in fishing line and to the point where you could actually see that it was Badly restricting its swimming, um, and the the line had actually cut up. I'm just using my you, yeah, there's a the video. It sort of cut up. <laughs> yeah, I use my wing. It actually came in from it, so it wrapped where obviously where where it's like that that beautiful kind of like diamond shape. At the, the back where the tail was, um, it kind of wrapped up so tightly that that the the, the, um, the line had cut into the body of yeah. the manta and had travelled up the body. Um, as it, you know, been wrapped up and tight and cut into the, the wing and mm-hmm. the, the flesh had, you know, started healing either side and it was, it, it healed. I mean, they're mm-hmm. incredibly resilient creatures cause they, they do heal from, you know, very, very hard yeah. wounds. Um, but it came all the way up and like there was, there was a easily 30, 30 to 50 centimeters up when I sort of cut this particular piece underneath and on top. And you sort of just pulled it out like a, like a yeah. stitch. And it just kind of like, when you get your stitch out. And it was, so it was, it was, it was, a, it was a beautiful moment to be in the water and actually do this sort of thing. It was sad to see it, but it was incredibly beautiful to kind of help this, you know, like, like this manter and, and go free. And, and what was amazing about that as well was a, you know, they are extremely smart creatures and it was a, it was a female and she, she, uh, she knew we were trying to help her out and, and slowed down and um to any of your wonderful viewers who who um, who might be unaware of mantas they are negatively buoyant so they have to swim because if they don't they're just going to sink and they can't get off the bottom again so she slowed down to the point where we could keep up with her to snip off like a ridiculous amount of, of of um of uh of fishing line so it was it was beautiful it's certainly one of the best moments of my diving life but um and And uh, I almost wish I could have appreciated it a little <laughs> bit more as opposed to freaking out and just like getting scissors and just trying to kind of yeah. cut um you know and just just make it better because at any time whatsoever you're like this this fish is massive, and if she decides to go when 's our next opportunity to do yeah. it because
1: yeah.
0: you know this we were lucky we've been. Two three weeks since we last done a dive there because obviously everybody was locked down. So it was it was incredible. Um, it was really good. We got a video up actually somewhere as well. So I mean maybe 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 in the credits or or yeah. however you're going to put this together, you can put a link to it and people can people can see me being famous yeah. all covered up with just the mask. And-
1: oh definitely, I'll, <laughs> I'll put it in a link underneath it when we do the podcast. And um, you know, for anyone who wants to find out which one's Jace, like i say he's an underwater ninja. But if you imagine a meerkat, and yeah. the necks going. And that's the diver all. It's just checking out where the trace is and the line. I'm the
0: guy with the scissors. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm
0: I'm the guy with the scissors and like just looking generally confused. It was, but it was a trailing bit at the back, and I just thought, ah, she's just got this big bit of line at the back. Cut that off, and and as I cut it off, I'm like, hold on, what's that? Hold on, what's that? And and it was just like a cat's cradle of, yeah, it was pretty horrible. But I mean all credit to her because she ripped that out of whatever it was on, you know, like it broke the line and that was, it was, you know, it would have been a, you know, a good, a good amount of pressure on yeah. the line. So, and I've, you know, sadly, again, the other thing is we don't go there with any regularity at the moment, anyway, to sort of see if she'd have, um, if she'd return, I'd love yeah, to see her again yeah. and see how it's going. And sadly, the other thing is nobody was underneath to get a, an ID shot. Oh, so we don't even know which no man so, <laughs> yeah, so Yeah. you know, So it's, it's just always wondering like, ah, oh, well, it's a magic manta, but yeah. you know. Um, so that was cool. Yeah, that was really nice. I, 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 it's one step closer to heaven. I've still got about a million different things to, you know, sort of, um, to sort of repent <laughs> for.
1: But that's just one, one step closer. It's a nice little tick in the box, isn't it? It is. It is. There was. Um, I, I seem to recall there being some sort of manta research centre there.
0: Yes, um, there is. Uh, it's on. It's on the the sister island next door. Um, so basically, where, where, where I am, we have um, three, uh, three islands, Nusa Lembongan, Nusa Cheningen, and Nusa Penida. Um, Nusa Penida is the biggest one, that's where we're based, and it has um, the majority of the dive sites around it. Um, there is a, um, a research, um, uh, science, science research base, um, under the Marine Megafauna Foundation, um, and they are on actually on Nusa Lembongan, um and they are um they're actually based out of our sister base so we, we have a blue corner dive operation in, in New Zealand Bongen as well yeah. and their their office is based um is based in our dive center in, in New Zealand Bongen. so yeah you have the um uh, the marine megafauna guys there they do a number of different um a number of different initiatives um originally oh, yeah. when 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 this place was opening um or when the marine megafauna foundation um uh, were, were, were doing their, their data collection it, it was originally um numbers uh, the basics which is individual numbers um you know because obviously if you just look at a man, you don't really know unless there's like a snapshot where you've got x amount in the picture it could be the same three swimming around and, around and around and you go oh, i saw 20 yeah. um so it was like ids um sex uh, rough size sort of yeah. thing um and that's kind of grown to the distinguishing the two um uh, the two sites, because like I said, there's another site, uh, which is also called Manta Bay. Um, so they, they've actually studied enough to distinguish the two sites for what they predominantly get done. And there's actually um, the Marine Megafauna Foundation did publish a paper on this, um, on the, on the manta sites in in, in Panida and what, you know, the characteristics of each of them are and, and what, they, uh, what they predominantly serve for the mantas. Mm. And then um, the research moving on from there, being anything. I mean, uh, one of the um, one of the girls did a um, PhD in microplastics and the effect on on, on mantas, and that that included their base in Komodo, as well as as, as well as uh, using information from here, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. as well. Which I think I'm correct in saying that's right. So yeah, um, they, you know, there's there's various different links and projects with some of the other uh, other bases around, but the the Marine Megafauna Foundation has been here. Probably since around 2011 um it was originally set up under like a different umbrella from people who had been trained under marine Megafauna foundation which is like their the sort of main base where they they originated from is mozambique and africa yeah. and these guys trained there and then they and then, then they then they started the the initiative in in Lembongan, and then they the the mmf basically took over with their um with their staff and their phd students and whatnot and it and ran with it to to then develop it um so yeah we've got a we've got a um a a manta research station as it were um there's also periodic studying of the the sunfish the ocean (laughs) sunfish um or or the one which we have because obviously there's a few different species of those guys but um molar alexandrini as it were so yeah the sunfish we there's also um some studies of that um there's a barley sunfish foundation as well which i think is actually based on the mainland See, um, so yeah, so we, uh, we do have
1: one, one thing I've got to point out here is I first met Jace uh, yeah. probably three years ago now, maybe four years ago. But yeah, my, my sole longer, maybe, purpose yeah. of going to the islands in Indonesia yeah. was to see a sunfish. You know, it's just another one to tick off the, the bucket list. And I've been back, I don't know, three, four, five times, and constantly constantly miss out either it's appeared the day before i arrive or the day after i've left and finally was it back end of last year <laughs> september october
0: it was yeah it was i mean it was, there was there was a, there was a couple of times it was like you're in the wrong season and then and then there was there was the one day I was like well we can have a run at this one and then and then um you good lady had equalizing right. problems so it was uh okay so that one's that and then yeah but then when you came by last year, I'm like, listen, you're coming in September, you're going to yeah. get it. It's no problem. We're, <laughs> we're going to get you one. So yeah, it was like, we we can do this. September's a great month yeah,
1: for yeah. It, So And that, that is a good that is a good then, tip straight <laughs> off. Go in September. Please go in September. You get but, manta, manta and, and Mola Mola on the same dive, two dives back to back, yeah. Manta's and Mola's. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean, you were super lucky because, to be fair, like you had. Um, well, I say super lucky. That's a complete and total lie because we've just got we've got a population. It's just the right time, you know. You come at the right time. We theoretically, um, uh, it does start getting more. You start getting more sightings because you can see them all year round, but they're super sporadic. But generally, and most people say that July you, yeah. you, is the start of the season. I, I feel that's a little bit early. I don't like line of people. I mean, I'll, I'll happily take. You know, anybody diving on anybody's money if it comes to it. But like I won't flat out lie to people.
1: Yeah.
0: I it's not it's not my thing. I I you know, it's it's not my thing. Um I'm a diver like everybody else. And if I go into a dive centre and somebody says, Can you see this? You go, Yeah, yeah, come back tomorrow, I'll take you <laughs> and, and then just flat out lying. I'm like, No. Nah. Um so July you you can start seeing them come on in. If you have a if you have a um, like if it's a El Nino or La Nina or something and the and the colder water starts earlier and finishes later, you're probably gonna get a better season. But generally around july it starts yeah. picking up but personally speaking hot months august september and then october with i would say the best four week period being the last two weeks of august all of september and the beginning of october yeah. we can see them right into november but that for me is the best time yeah. to see them so when it, when you were coming over in september i was like this is unless you're insanely unlucky <laughs> this, you know, we're going to be fine. And I remember both of those perfectly clearly. Cause the first one was a crystal Bay yeah. and I was guiding a different group of people and I, and, and I had, I had some guys, I'm like, look, Oh, look, we got, and I'm looking around and I'm waiting and I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on, like, <laughs> it's like it's here. And I'll be, and, and, the, and the, the model was just chilling and getting clean for like 10, 15, whatever minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. and then when I saw the fins appear, and, and 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 you and the other, guys, I was like, yes. Okay. And then the second one, Obviously, because a a friend of ours, again, to your wonderful, um, uh, uh, wonderful uh, viewers, um, you know, they're going to know the dive community is not necessarily as big as what people might think. So a a friend of ours being the lovely Jai Kennedy was was with me and we were doing a bit of a swim around on Man's Point and he was in a bloomin' swim through taking a picture (laughs) of a nudie, which I was sat waiting for him to come out, so nobody got split up, and then just to, to go, and then you would just come back from where I've been from. And go, oh, I saw another yeah. one, and I was like, <laughs> quick, and try. You know, Joe is just taking his sweet time, and it had gone by the yeah. time we got there. So yeah, you got a double bubble on that one, which is fantastic. Yeah.
1: So I'd say know, I'm, I'm never, it's, it, I'm never missing again. Now that's it. The Bucket list is done. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, no, you say that, but I didn't see in your pictures the the mola and and sort of manta yeah, shot. Yeah. So you need one, one, yeah. one, and the other. Every year, some somebody, somebody rocks up with a, you know, comes back from Manta Point having seen a mola and a manta, you know, like or got a, got a picture. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're going to see a Manta Point pretty much yeah. almost guaranteed, but getting a mola mola, and then a, a manta ray yeah. swimming past, getting either a video or, or a picture of that. That's on my bucket list. I've not done that yet. I've been, I've done, God knows how many dives there. And I've not, I've not actually seen the combo together yet. That's that's on my. That's, well, that's let's, my let's thing. Get,
1: let's get COVID out know. of the way, and then next year we'll nail that one. And then we'll have to think of something else, like a, yeah. a manta and a molar, both with pygmy horse yeah. attached to them. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, we keep getting all these wonderful. I mean, you know, obviously your your wonderful podcast being um, being about scuba goat, and you know, it, it, this is always going to be a a difficult call cool on on what anybody's individual motivations are and you know as as much as you can go around the world and you can go to places and see like similar creatures i would say that this is you know what what makes our area so damn good is our proximity like the ease of getting to us so the proximity to to bali international airport is super easy right to get to us is easy you yourself know that you you know it's land in bali airport take a taxi to the harbor jump on a boat here you are um, so that's super easy the, you know, and the, the, the variety of our marine creatures, like I said, I do not, not that I've done the research, like huge amounts, but I don't know of anywhere in the world where you could dive with mantas and molars together. Yes, it would be luckier, but you know, you get those pictures, like how, how, how do you do that? Yeah. You know, it's, I don't know of a, I don't know of a place where, where, that, where that can happen. You know, we're super lucky that our manta dive is insanely easy. Mm. Um, you know, which is why you can go from snorkeling to discover scuba dive to whatever level of diver people are. Um and yeah, you've got this incredible marine life. You've got fantastic drift dives, beautiful coral walls, and you've got small stuff as well as big stuff. You know, people are finding small stuff all the time. I was um, just actually out at the front of my of my beach where I've been going for a little bit of a shore dive um to 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 get wet. Um there's like a to, to yeah, to you know, not plumber and kill myself. Um, there's uh, there is like a little pygmy seahorse down there somewhere. It depends how good people's eyes yeah. are and whatnot. Um, but obviously, you know, we we are we are a, an island which is washed with currents. So, you know, sometimes seeing the more uh, macro creatures is is a little bit harder because you know if you're if you're drifting along at one of the speeds which we get here, yeah. where you can't really stop, you'd be like. I'm not. Yeah, there that, could be something not. there which is small, but I, yeah, I mean, yeah, forget it. There's a trumpet fist out there. That's the smallest thing we're going <laughs> to see on the dive, kind of thing. So, um, you know, we, why I think our hat gets thrown in the ring is, is, is literally some of these combinations. And then, and then you get like random things pop up. So. Um,
1: well, the, 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 random, the random one that turned up the day before I arrived on the last trip was the um, Great White Shark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I again I was disappointed I wasn't there. Yeah. I was I was on the other side of the island, but I would have loved to have uh, I I mean don't get me wrong, I'd have been I, I, I don't have much of an ego. I would have <laughs> absolutely cacked it, I'm sure, but I would have loved it. I'd have been like <gasps> I am glad I'm not snorkeling. Crystal Bay's a very popular snorkel spot as well. I'm glad I'm not one of the, you know, the people flirting around in a really high-vis orange jacket with your little legs
1: doing this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> It would have been amazing. You'd be like, yeah. Uh, uh, but, I mean, all factors, you know, and the video and, and, and the pictures point to the fact she was was probably a very large pregnant female who was on a migratory route, so she yeah. wouldn't have been eaten anyway. But yeah. I would love to. Yeah, I would have. There's, there's, I don't know. I probably would have, uh, have given... There's a lot of things I would give to have seen that.
1: What was what was that um what was the restaurant called that we went and had ribs at? It was amazing.
0: Oh that that was at the um that was the hotel where I set, where, where I recommend people to stay. Oh that's the Santee.
1: Yeah. yeah. Nice accommodation. Good ribs. Yeah. And yeah. that's just down the road from you as well, isn't
0: it? Yeah, short walk. The dog loves the, the, the bones as well, so it's a double <laughs> fee. Me and the dog. Here's the room yeah. for me. Here's the room for the dog. So yeah. it's a double well, treat.
1: Good work. we have got to point out that Chuckles does play an integral part in the dive community on Lusa Panida.
0: He um, does. Chuckles is both the um, complaints manager. Uh, <laughs> he's also the mascot, and uh, he also has Instagram. So he's like you know he's, he's he's the first ever dog. I think there's a I think somebody's stolen his thunder a little bit, but he's uh, he, he's the first ever dog to have an Instagram account. Certainly in in, in Bali and Lusa Panida. Yeah. Um, he, he takes his And he takes his fame seriously by just sleeping and not caring about anything. So, yeah. And he will accompany us on the boat on, on a number of occasions.
1: So, yeah, and he, he, and he can sniff you out from a bloody mile away because I remember on several occasions we've been at the dive shop, got on the scooters <laughs> to go to dinner and just it off and see you later, Troubles. <laughs> and he's trotted off the two, two and a half kilometres to get to... The random restaurant that we've decided to pick on the way on the scooters and found you just so you could get yeah. some more food. From the kitchens Actually, of the restaurant.
0: <laughs> yeah. Actually I forgot about that. Yeah, I remember that, yeah, that, that very night with the ribs. I, was decided, I don't know where the dog's gone, he just he's gone begging somewhere else and then he just appeared out of nowhere. Like yeah. a wraith in a darkness. <laughs> what are you doing here? I don't even do know So, yeah, clearly I've got some pheromones which you're uh, and there was me thinking, "Yeah, uh, you know, I shower and I'm a relatively keen human being." But I guess I'm not that clean after all. But, yeah. Yeah. But he is an integral part. He is an integral, integral part to the to the operation, and he does oftentimes accompany us um, on boat on, on boat trips and or all He is extra surface support, and yeah, he's uh, he seems to be doing all right at things, and people seem to like him.
1: Yeah. Not that he's done his rescue course yet. He's not going to help you if you do get in trouble.
0: No, it will just watch and and <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll watch. Possibly sleep through it. Um, yeah, there's a chance he'll sleep through it. He might watch. He'll be eyes on. Surface support like that. Um, but we have been working on his radio uh, skills because obviously you know he'd been working on his on his pressing the call button, his radio skills in this lockdown scenario. They're <laughs> not great, but we've been working on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, another element that we obviously need to point out is the sunfish.
0: The ubiquitous sunfish.
1: <laughs> My nemesis for many a year. Not anymore. Yeah, yeah. So um, throughout the year, um, Noosa um does have uh, changes in temperature, as you would ex- expect, and the water tem- temperature as well. And these sunfish <laughs> tend to populate the water at particular times of the year when um, people like me, who are pretty dumb, and stupid and don't listen, uh, rock up outside of those times and don't see said sunfish. And after about the third or fourth time of visiting the island, decide to come slap bang in the middle of said season for sunfish. And the very first dive, we get a sunfish. (laughs) Bingo. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah. that's that's basically how how we roll. Um, I mean, you know, very little is known about about sunfish. There is a lot of ongoing research. Um, But, yeah, they tend to populate the water pretty deep. Where obviously it's a lot colder, um, and then at, I mean, after people people tend to say that it's it's around this time about, about July you start getting more regular uh, sightings of them here. I'm not quite as what's the word? Uh, I don't tend to say that. Um, mm. I, it's very randomised. It, obviously, cold water season here again. This it, it can also be. Um, um, uh, be longer or shorter depending on, on, on things like El Nino's, La Nina's and whatnot. So yes, you can. If you have like a like a longer cold water season, then you can have it earlier and finish later. But if we talk like a normal season, I don't, you know, when I get emails or people asking me, I don't like to necessarily fake claims of it being July. July, you can't but you, you'd be pretty lucky. Um, normally August is, is, is when you really start getting more um, more, more regular sightings. August and I would say September is bang on the hottest month, and then coming into October is good, and then it drops away. Um, the best eight weeks I would say is normally the last two weeks of August, all of September, first two weeks of October, and it's pretty banging. Um, and you can see them all around the island. There's some dive sites which are a bit more popular than others, depending on you know how people have marketed them and whatnot. But you can actually see them all around the island. But there are for sure a couple of sites where where you can see them a little bit more. Um, generally speaking, you've probably got a better, a better chance. Um, obviously, with your good self, sir, the first dive site which we went to uh, when, when you saw them, because you were very lucky with, with, obviously, you just saw two back-to-back. You're like, oh, I broke my dark yeah. and there's another one. Um, but um, the, the first dive site which is called Crystal Bay, which is actually quite a quite a nice dive site for a number of things. You know, it's a great macro site out of season. Um, it's a good site for anything. <laughs> it was the site anything last year random. when you saw... <laughs> It was a shark. Like it was, it was a, a, a site last year when I think it was September. Yeah,
1: it, it was the day, very, it was, very. It was the day before I arrived. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was September then.
0: Uh, yeah, so I mean, I you know I wasn't on the site, so I'm not as like horrifically like gutted as I as I would have been if I'd been on the site. But um, yeah, there was a uh, the water was super cold. I think I think the water was like 17 or 18 degrees. People were saying. And a great white, uh, four plus meter long, four, four meter long, people were, i guessing it was probably a pregnant female, came kind of cruising past Crystal Bay and a number of people saw the fish, took some pictures, took some video. Um, our sister dive center on and they had a bunch of people in the water and they, they saw it, they got some pictures from that. Um, it was the first ever confirmed sign of a, of a white shark in, in Nusa Penida. I think in 2016 or something, one had been seen off of Bali. Mm. So they have been known to migrate um uh previously. But yeah, that would have been amazing. Yeah. But obviously I'm not I'm not as gutted as um as I would have been. I got a, I got a friend who's got a dark on Themboning and, and he had like a, a a kid on a DSD or something, I can't remember. And he for whatever reason i did, was controlling the kid and I had to hold on to him and the kid was looking over his shoulder and saw the fish swim and i think took a picture my buddy's looking in the opposite direction and missed everything
1: i would have been uh, like
0: yeah that would i'd have gone back and do you know what i mean that that's when you trash the office that's when you go back yeah. you know wave everybody off and just basically throw everything outside and just you know like you know just trash the oh, place. but i I'd, I'd have to <coughs> put the paddy
1: the fins would have gone in the bin everything
0: Oh mate. i i would have yeah there's there's a very good chance that i would have you know wolverined myself through the office
1: <laughs> just going kind to
0: of just tore everything apart with just like fists of rage but um yeah i uh i i thankfully wasn't that unlucky i was on the i, I was on the north coast and, and diving up there but yes we do get um getting back to it those cold water upwellings which we get can actually get down you know it's not normally stabilizing at around 17 18 degrees that's normally like super cold i'd say it, it bothered it's normally stables around around 20 um, and 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 it's pretty sustained around the south side, and then the north side is normally five degrees colder. Mm. Given the fact that this island, really, when you look at it on, on a scale on the size of it, it's not a massive island, but the difference in water temperature from the north side to the south side is is is, is crazy, um, and that's because you have a mixture of oceans. You have the Indian Ocean pushing its way up into what would be the Pacific Ocean, which is draining its way down, and there is a bigger push during this. It's a, it's a monsoon season, really. Um, so, it's a, it's a wind direction change and whatnot. And that, that assists pushing this, this cold water this way, and, and we get these cold water upwellings. And that is what brings the sunfish. <clears throat> and yeah, I mean, as a as a note on that, um, you know, I, I do not know, yeah, I, I don't know anywhere, or I've not heard of any other stories of, of anywhere where you could really find a sunfish hanging out with a manta ray, per se. And, yeah. uh, the, you know, where you saw your second, because obviously we did the Crystal Crystal Bay Manor Point back-to-back one. And I was like, we're going to jump on in here and try and find ourselves a, a molar for you, which we did. And it just hung out and you could get some nice pictures. And then, you know, we're going to cruise on to <clears throat> manta point and have a play with some Manta Rays. And then obviously you were lucky enough to get a molar at manta Point as well as Manta's. Mm. Again, I mean, people have been very lucky that in that, you know, September sort of period um, you know, you can jump on in the water there and you can go to a, you know, a part, a deeper part of Manta Point and you will get the sunfish coming in cleaning there. And then a manta might be swimming around to come past it to sort of like cruise on up into like, you know, into the shallower areas or whatever to get some cleaning. <clears throat> so, I mean, I, I don't know of, um, I, I don't know if you, if there's any other parts in the world where you might be lucky enough to get a, a manta ray and a mola mola in, in one shot, but I certainly haven't heard of it yet.
1: Well that's that's the challenge for you? The, the next time I come. <laughs> yeah. I just I've not I've not seen well, I've only ever seen the the, the two Mola Mola on that last trip. Mm-hmm. Um so obviously I'm gonna have to come back and spend a little bit of time and try and get the shot of the Mola Mola with a manta.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, have a run in the middle of September. <clears throat> middle to the end of September, you know, all the people have gone back home, kids have gone back to school um gets a little bit quieter and uh
1: it gets a a, a little bit quieter than covid times
0: yeah Yeah, come this this is if you can sneak out build yourself a boat sail on over right we can park you up and and go from there but um yeah i I honestly again i'm like wow i think um again we will be able to be open for like local tourism um this next week and then um then you know if if the easing of restrictions are going okay um because the governor of bali has said you know it depends on how things go um but they're they're earmarking sort of september october time for international tourism now obviously again it depends on which other countries have have opened up to uh, and recommend sort of flying over here but you know that's you know people aren't necessarily going on holiday that time of year because if they've got kids for instance, is, you know, me going back to school. Um, but also, yeah, it, 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 it really depends. Normally, like, European summer vacation kind of is is, is petering out. But, yeah. you know, if one assumes that that it's going to be like mantas, I'm going diving. Yeah. I'm, I'm out there. I'm going diving. <laughs> I'm spending the last. I'm selling I'm selling all my clothes. I'm selling everything i got. I'm going to give it to my captain to just keep giving him luck. Like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> buying fuel, and I'm just like, paying the captain like little bits of money i'm going diving and i'll be it could be a really insane sunfish season who knows but i'll be like I'm going to dive, let's see how many sunfish we can tick off i mean mm-hmm. sometimes you you can you you can actually still see them in, in in good numbers um like last year again our sister base uh did a dive mm-hmm. right out the front i mean we're called blue corner dive because our uh, original base is opposite the dive side blue corner which is can be quite a well it is it's a dive site for experienced people and it and it can be tricky you have to be prepared for the fact that it can be tricky so we don't just take anybody there but they'll do um uh some experienced dives right and and it's like a 3 minute boat ride from where from where the base is in Nambong and they they might do like a, a an early morning um sunrise dive there um i i do that too sometimes actually to be fair I, I normally you know i'll do it like a little bit It'll be early morning still, but you know, the sun has, has peaked up a bit, a little bit, so it's not quite, quite dawn. We,
1: and, did, that. we did that last time. Uh,
0: yeah, and, and I'll jump on in and I've seen like sort of three, four kind of, you know, knocking around the area, you know. Um, sometimes the guys have gone in there and, and, and they've still sort of seen like 10. Yeah. Going, what? 10? Okay. Sign me up. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's one of those things mm-hmm. where if, if everything's, you know, quietness, you know, if it's not busy again, I mean, maybe it'll be like the subfish will be like the mantas and you'll be like, boom, 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 boom I mean, I did it. Yeah, I did. I did. I did. room corner with, um, I had one guest who really, 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 really wanted to do it. I said, okay, yeah, well, it's just you, but, and then my buddy was like, can I come? I in, and on. And we went in and we went down and like, we had three and, and it was like, okay, yeah, that, that 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 dive did not suck, yeah, um, yeah. and also you get you get lots of marble rays there. Sometimes I mean, it can be crazy. You can see like twenty marble rays, like and and really big, full yeah. grown adults, like kind of cruising past. So um, yes, we we do. You know, the sunfish is a is definitely a box ticker. And I think this year, I don't know. I, I kind of I'm quietly excited about just going off and just going for a couple of private days. It sounds really bad. People are going to hate this podcast. <laughs> 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 like screw you, buddy. <everybody." laughs> Let's, like, like, let's talk you about diving in Nusa Penida
1: with Blue Corner and, and listen to the guy saying, no, <laughs> s- stay away. I just want to go diving.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, you don't even want to take us out. You just want to go out on your own. And the sad fact is when we get people back, I'm going to be in the office. Yeah. So I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, how was your diving? It was great. You know I mean, like, <laughs> saw your podcast. How come you didn't come out and dive with this paperwork? <laughs> um but yeah i mean you know, it's uh it, it's gonna be yeah i i, I feel that uh, but that would also be really good because that could also be an indicator on like the next season and, and all that sort of stuff so i mean you know as much as much as it's uh, actually screw it, hopefully people are gonna be massively jealous and go do you know what mate i want to have that grin you know i'm gonna be like i want to be the guy who sat there all smug going yeah i saw four so four, Sunfish, totally fine
1: yeah. <laughs> you, you've not been one of the millions of divers out there that have been dressing up and sitting in front of a TV screen in their <laughs> scuba gear, no, dreaming of it.
0: Yeah, no, I've not. No, because I've actually managed to shore dive a few times, actually. Yeah. But no, I, I, I've not. Um, I've, I've been. I've just been sat. You know, just paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> I just was like, "Where are we going to get people?
1: <laughs>
0: Noodles again for dinner, Chuck?" <laughs> So uh, yeah, I mean, it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, the good thing is, that I'm just I'm just sat here talking about my success stories, not about like the the, the miserable stories, which i have kind of like <laughs> woefully had issues on. You can say, like uh, we had a, a, and I will just just to just to like you know like line it up so like the people yeah. who don't just immediately – just continually just hate haters, <laughs> 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 but like. We, we actually had a run again like last year. Like We can see anything here. Um, one of the things which I love about diving again this is kind of like why I moved here for a couple of reasons. Um, I'd say three main reasons. Firstly, accessibility. Easily accessible. Um, you've got, like, if you go to some of what, what, what you know, is viewed by whoever the people are, you know, like, you know when people rate stuff and nobody knows who these people are who are rating, you're like, oh, yeah, this is like the best, whatever. And you go according to who? Yeah. Um, so you know, people who say like this is great, and I have been to some of these places. And have gone, yeah. To be fair, this is great, but you know, consistently vote certain things as amazing. Um, I vote, I, I look at that, but I also look at the fact that ease of accessibility and the fact that I'm now living someplace. I've worked, for instance, in Borneo and Sipadan which is a fantastic dive, absolutely. Um, and I see why, it, you know, I know why it's voted consistently in say like the top three dive sites in the world, and it is, it is very, very, very good. But I've lived there and there is nothing going on there. Like, you know, I mean, there is nothing. You would fight crickets there because there is nothing going on there, right? (laughs) It's like, what can we bet on today? Well, how many, how many grains of sand are in my hand right now? Um, there is, you know, it's, so there's, there's a lifestyle. There's an accessibility choice. There's a quality of diving and, and that sort of stuff, like lining that up was why I choose to live where I choose to live and, and, and be here. And, you know, you fly into an international airport, like you said, you get on a, 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 in a cab or, or, you know, fast boats. When you book a fast boat, they can arrange a transport. They've all got pickup systems. They stick you on a boat, they bring you over to Panita, which is like a 40 minute drive. Boom, here you are, lovely little island paradise. It's also got, you know, a little bit of creature comforts, you know, and it's up, you know, and, and it's building on that. So you've got some very nice restaurants, which we've eaten at, some nice comfortable accommodations. You know, you can get an internet signal if you want to upload and sort of make people jealous. Yep. And then you've got the quality of diving. And we've got some insanely amazing world-class reefs around here, like beautiful, beautiful drift dives with just, you know, really good diverse amount of coral and just schools of fish. And then obviously you've got mantas and you've got the molars. And then we also get these random things like anything can happen. Dolphins, the odd whale, uh, and then random shark. Yeah, the odd random shark species like threshers and hammerheads, mm. uh, whale shark. Um, I have seen an oceanic black tip here, scared the hell out of me, it was amazing, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful experience. But, you know, and then moving on, as I kind of, you know, digress from my story, but last year, <laughs> up on the north coast, which is beautiful and, uh, yeah, stunning drift diving, mm-hmm. coral walls, you know, loads of fish, fantastic. Um, There was this period of about a week to 10 days where you would jump on in there and there's a thresher shark anywhere between one and three sharks, wow. and anywhere between five meters and 30 meters. And it was around, it was around the time when you visited, um, maybe a little bit after or something. I'm not sure. I <laughs> it
1: but was either the just Viz before was, or just after, but not when you were yeah, there, Matt.
0: Yeah. no, yeah, Not when you were there. Um, I mean, you were there, but you know, you just didn't see them. turn that way. Uh, but like the vis was really nice as well. And I had a couple of people dive with me. They wanted to see some fish. I'm like, okay, well we're going to go up there because also Again, we've been seeing them along the north coast in a lot of regularity. Mm. Jumped in, went down, and on the boat, there's say three, three, three groups. There was me, another dive group, and then there was our friend Nick Mm. who was playing around with a rescue course. He was actually assisting, he was a corpse, to be fair, on the rescue course. (laughs) And so they're all playing around in like rescue skills and stuff. So we go in, and I think I was the second group of my little no, it's the first group of my little team. Went in, went down, floating along, 40 meters viz, really good viz, advanced water divers. Drop down twenty five or so meters, looking around like a I'm like a mere cat. I'm like giant, <laughs> I'm like looking everywhere, <laughs> right? And I'm and I'm looking up, I'm looking down, I'm looking left, I'm looking right, I'm looking backwards, looking below me, I'm looking just everywhere. We cruise, obviously, man. It cold thermocline, huge marble ray it was banging. It was nice, beautiful, beautiful. Came up, and there's people from other dive centers who I know and whatnot as well, and recognize both. group pop up in front of me. They're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa fresh shark!" I was like, Ugh people pop up behind me you know sort of 20 meters 30 meters behind me oh a second, like that whole kind of you know come back and wolverine through the office at some point right fine get on the boat my other group of uh divers or bloody sunfish we hadn't i'm like <laughs> <laughs> what, what more could i do i can see almost i can see in, i could almost see barley you know what i mean like through the ocean it was that clear and i was just like why why is this happening to me um this is not good. Right. Fine. We're going to do the same dive here. Same dive site, whatnot. Or, or just drop a bit further down, you know, that kind of thing. It's like, we're going to do it again. Dive guys came back from the rescue course. Ah, do you see that thresher? Like, I'm going to kill you. You need to shut up right <laughs> now. You, know, you need to, everybody on the boat needs to not say a damn thing. Like, eat your lunch, have a cup of tea, be quiet.
1: It's <laughs> because <laughs> this, this is
0: not happening. This is not happening. Um, so then we did the same dive site again. And, uh, no, I didn't see a thresher again or a muller. And then, uh, yeah, it was, I was like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm just going to go home and just <laughs> curl up in the, I'm gonna just curl up in the back room of the office and just basically guys. So, I mean, I'm not, I like to feel like I'm a relatively lucky and successful diver, but, uh, not on that day. I was just, that sucked. So well, how, if, how can if, you be doing?
1: If, if I can let you into a little knowledge there. Um, you said there was Nick doing a rescue. You were on one team and there was another dive team. I was on the other dive team.
0: I was at like, you, was it? Like, yeah. The uh, yeah. I just I was I was hating life. I'm, I'm um, in tears yeah. again.
1: I'm just having flashbacks for you of you having a paddy on the boat. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Now then we're doing it again, kind of slightly different. We're just gonna move 40 meters down this way. Just have a catchment area, just a bit bigger. But yeah, it's oh man. And then somebody's like, oh yeah, it's so fresh and the motor. I'm like, I'm gonna let's <laughs>
1: oh
0: <laughs> like what, what boat were you on yeah i'm gonna go underneath that boat pop a hole in it so yeah it was um i mean you know I, I do have flashes of envy <laughs> 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 but yeah I, I am a relatively lucky lucky diver as a rule but that that was that sucked that day i was not not feeling the love and I just right fine so you now i'm sending everybody else to do it and then they come like, oh, we're talking good good i'm gonna stay in the office <laughs> and just just you know, just try not to, just try not to explode with anger and, and, and envy. So uh, no, I mean this is it. This is what makes our area so beautiful. I mean, just anything, anything amazing can can just wander past. You know, we did a. I went back to the UK to visit my parents in October last year. I came back. I was messing around in the office doing like all paperwork and whatnot, so I was tied up for like two days doing that, and then and then I I, I ended up a guy signed in late, and I I took this English guy out one-on-one the next day and we all jumped in the water and we're floating around as we first dive back and a whale shark came from the deep water right up just decided ah, oh, there's two people they'll do and he just came up out of the blue came right towards us swam right past the diagonally picture 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 picture, picture. went right past us with two by the way massive giant trevellis as yeah. like body or something and went up to the surface and then just cruised on the surface past and like obviously people on the surface, all the boats on the surface and whatnot saw them and stuff. My captain saw them on the surface and that. And yeah. it was just me and this guy. And he was like, oh, that's fantastic. I've never seen him." all show. And I was like, Oh, cool, lovely. And um and then obviously the other guys on the dive, conversely, it's like, Wow, ah, you saw, you know, you saw those uh, bloody threshes like a month ago. And they're like, Oh, well, we missed it. Like Brilliant. Good. Yeah. Good. That's a win. That's that's a <laughs> tick in the w. That, that's a W for Jason. That's a tick in the wind box for me. Definitely. So, I mean, yeah, we get anything cruise pass. It's
1: phenomenal. It's phenomenal diving. Love well, it. I, 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 I like the, and I've got to point out again, um, the diversity um, of any yeah. of the dive sites that you go on, because, uh, you know, a number of occasions when diving with you guys, um, I can't remember his name, actually. Um, one of the uh, Indonesian dive guides that you use, I think he's, he's your man. Oh, Mangus. Mangus, that's yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, diving with him a few times, and you know, being a bit of a photographer and, and getting down there, looking for the macro, all that kind of stuff. And you can be photographing, let's say, nudies um, or hairy squat lobsters or something like that. And then you've got Magnus who just gives you a little tug on your fin. You're like, oh, you're, try- you're trying to ruin my shop. No, no, man, look up. <laughs> you know, And there's a bloody manta going across the top of the head. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, actually, we're, we're pretty lucky with with both of our manta sites with that sort of stuff. I mean, you can see, like, <clears throat> blue-ring octopus. Uh, uh and Manta Bay, and there's like a lot of different, um, there is a number of different nudie species and, and stuff. I mean, Nick, um, uh, Nick is a, is a big, uh, uh, fiend when it comes to things like, um, nudie ranks and whatnot. He's, he's, he's a big fan of those, and, and, um, he's, he loves the, the Manta Point and the Manta Bay for both of that. He's like, yeah, we're good. And I'm going to look down as well. And, uh, yeah, we've got, a, a good diverse amount of, of, of species of, of like nudies and, and, um, and, and, and slugs and, and shrimp and crabs and whatnot as well. And um, it is the, the diversity in, in everything. I mean, like the, the, the coral species themselves are uh, really, really diverse and really, really good. Um, it's, it's interesting to see when, when, when you're drift diving along, how some of the sites, and I, I mean, personally speaking, how I break up a dive site is, is almost like what the dominant, or what you can see pretty much the overall dominant coral species is. Mm. um, and like, you can see that suddenly like when you go around, like for instance, like the Northeast. Um, and then when you come back along the North and as you cruise along the North, you know, cause some things are more like sort of soft coral gardens where some of them have got those big sort of, um, almost pyramid looking, uh, sort of variety sort of coral heads. And then some of them are the more sort of staghorn and, and elkhorn and sort of branching corals, yeah. sort of dominance, even though they're they're all mixed in or elsewhere. It's just, there's this, there's just this section where it's like way more dominant of, of a species than another one. And, um, yeah, I mean, everything from from the coral to the macro to the, the, the megafauna is, is, is really quite, yeah, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's breathtaking. And yeah. I, I don't get bored. Um, and that's that's another signal which I know that I like where I am because I don't I don't get bored. I, I jump in and do my favorite dive site is I'm basically parked at the end, the or just past, I would say, the end of my favorite dive site um, on the island, which is called SD Point. And I, I could do that every day, three times a day, and just be like, this is great. Yeah. And, and not, not get board you know yeah. it's it's hard sometimes to to actually focus and which one of the things I, I love about this north coast is the density of fish can be so much can be so populous with fish and it, it doesn't for me it doesn't matter i mean i know everybody's got like bucket lists and things to check off um but you know the the actual fish density in some places um, whether it's butterfly fish and, and, and you know like you say, we've got common species of butterfly fish and triggers and 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 surgeon fish and whatnot but there's so many of them and like fusiliers you can be floating along and there's like five minutes of just just fusilier act just still coming past and you're like oh, wow this is fantastic it's been like five minutes well, where's the end of this train and you know that that I, I love that because there's very very few places where i've been where you've got the amount of fish and for me, like I said, it doesn't matter that it's that it's necessarily like common species. You know, we, we get we get rare species of certain bits and pieces as well. But like, you know, the fact that you've got that density of fish is like, yeah, I just float there every day and I don't care, you know. It's 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 beautiful. It really is beautiful. I mean you yeah. know preaching to the converted obviously, but you know, <laughs> it is it is it is fantastic. The colours and, and and the amount of fish, it does blow my mind. I love that. A little bit of drift, fish up in a water column, loads of it, and then you you know, who knows what's going to happen in the blue? It's yeah. it's, it's, it's 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 glorious. It really is.
1: Well, it's, I think to kind of round it all off, I think Nusa Penida is just one of those places where once you've visited it and dived it, you just want to go back and see more of it. So yeah. you know, as, as you know, I mean, every time I'm doing an expedition into Indonesia, I always add on. Three or four back days, on a day start to come or, a day, yeah. or at the back end of it, and, and just come and dive at Nusa Penida, you know. It,
0: it, it's truly worth it. I mean, it really is. Um I, I, and I'm one of the things which, which, in some respects, saddens me the most is, and maybe it shouldn't. I don't know. It depends on. It depends on, on on how you want to look at it. You know how how you view. Well, you screwed yourself there, mate. But like, you get, you know, it's almost like the world. What's good about this is I, I, is I, is I hope again from your podcast what, you know, and, and, and the way in which the, the people who most of the time, um, you know, you've met and, 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 and i to you is these are people who, who die and they, they, and, and they're like a little bit more, what's the word, um, enthused by it. You, you get a lot of people who go down and think it's great. And then, okay, there is, I, I respect the fact that there's budget involved in stuff. Um, but there's, um, uh, you you get people who and I, part of it I suppose is, is a little bit to do with society today and there's instant gratification. But they're like tick 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 tick. Oh yeah, I want to come and do see Mantis, and I only want to do mantas. And normally in high season, I mean normally this time of the year, if this had been a normal year, I would probably have one boat which would pretty much sea condition dependent be doing Crystal Bay, Manta Point, Crystal Bay, Manta Point, Crystal Bay, Manta Point every day. Yeah. Because you get people coming in for all they want to do is one day diving. And they've heard that Crystal Bay is great, which is a great dive site. Absolutely. Um, but I would say most people who you can speak to dive around here, that won't be their favorite dive site. We've all seen phenomenal stuff there, but consistently day in, day out, we're like, nah, I'd rather dive elsewhere. So you get people who hear about Crystal Bay, and obviously they want to see manta rays. And my opinion is you want to spend two to three days there, three days diving, and you can, you know, pick up some nice drift diving and, and like I said fantastic reef north north east, like from the west through to the east. You know, you can get in a, a manta dive or maybe two if you wanted to, you know, redo again. And you know, that's why, yeah, for sure, you know, you come in and sneak on into Indonesia you go, yeah, I'll be sneaking up for three days. Perfect. Let's let's fix you up with something else. What do you want to do this time? Kind of thing. And and it is, you know, it, it, but the amount of recycling of, of of people on a on high season on a daily basis, and, you know, whether it's and so you say it, it, it's a, it's like a solid backpacker crowd crowd per se, but it's like I want to do, I want to do, man. You know, and I love when people kind of go, I want to do, and it's it's weird actually as well because, <clears throat> um pretty much places where I work, they've always gone, this is where we're going, and in some respects, it's almost like the the menu can be changed. Of yeah, I want to go here. Now, granted, I do go on an almost daily basis to that yeah. point in Crystal Bay. But it's really funny answering emails when they say like, we only want to go here or I want to go here. Like, I'm sorry, where's, it? <laughs> where's your experience <laughs> to dictate to me when we should be doing a dive site? <laughs> um, you know, you're only a put diver with six dives. I'm really not sure you're qualified to say when we can go to this point. But I mean, I get it. I do understand that, you know, but it's almost like box ticking. Hmm. And I'm like, you should give yourself the time to enjoy the rest of this island and what it's got to offer, both underwater and on land. Have a dry day and rent a scooter and cruise around and see like the incredibly cool stuff here yeah. um, from land as well. I mean, again, Nick went to Manta Point uh, on his birthday and he went to Manta Point on scooter and looked down and could see like the bodies of at least 60 manta rays floating around on top, You know, that's how much they're enjoying it at the moment and stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. So, you know, people can do everything from, from above and then whoa, amazing. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. yeah, totally agree. Um, you know, and that's, I, I think, uh, the majority of people that will listen to this podcast and certainly the people that go through um, nomadic scuba, just drop that in there, um, are people who are experienced and as, as keen as they are to do particular locations to tick those boxes, they are completely understandable that, you know, conditions change and the people oh, on the ground sure. are the people who can say whether we can do things or not.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I believe, um uh, you're, I mean, we have had uh, a wonderful uh, Nomadic Scuba customer come floating through before, <laughs> having the best time. I, I mean, and this is it, you know, pe- people coming through Nomadic Scuba, obviously, again, they're, they're doing, you know, sort of a f- X amount of days, mm. you know, it's like, I'm a diver, I'm on a dive holiday, you know, I'm specifically doing like like dive holiday sort of stuff, which is why it, for me, I mean, I, I love that sort of thing, because it's like, right, let me give you diversity and and and. You know, obviously can't guarantee fish per se, but it's like, let me give you the best that we've got to offer on on, on these given days. And let me show you stuff. Come and play, you know, and um, and that's you know that that's really uh that's really great. When you got people for like three, four days, it's like right, you're gonna you have fun here. And then obviously again, if they want to, the good thing about here with, with that is, oftentimes in the morning, we do a two time morning dive, and then you're back around lunchtime. And if you do want to go and explore the island, you can then go and explore the island a little bit.
1: Or you can jump back on the boat and go and do some more diving.
0: Well, exactly. I mean, that's the other thing. we got a third dive in the afternoon. So if you want to go and play in the afternoon, we can go and do that. But, you know, like I said, we if, if you go, well, I want to check out, you know, clinking or whatever, which is this the, the T-Rex dinosaur, you know, that exploded on Instagram in the last sort of 18 months mm. when everybody's trying to get an Instagram picture. Every majority of people are in the morning because there's a lot of these land tours. So they all go there in the morning and then they kind of do like a, a series of of, of, mm. of like, you know, here first, then here, then here. You go there in the afternoon, middle of the afternoon, you've got a much better chance. First thing in the morning or, or like middle of the afternoon, you've got like a much better chance. So you're avoiding the hood. And if you want to get those, you know, that, that sort of sights and stuff. So you can do a couple of dives and then explore the island a bit or do three dives and have, an, have a post-dive beer. Yeah, you know,
1: it's, that sounds good. That's how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, Jace, we've been talking well over an hour now. Um, it's flown by. Sorry. So I think, we're, I think we'll get it wrapped up. How do people find you? Where, we, where are we going to get you on your uh, your social media and all that kind of thing?
0: All right. Social media goes thusly. Okay, let's go. this. Um, so we do have a website which incorporates all our bases because we also have, other than Nambonga and here, there's actually a base in the, uh, in the Marine Park in West Bali, in uh, Menjangan. Um, so our website is www.bluecornerdive.com. Um, specifically our Facebook page, um, you know, you can look up Blue Corner Dive Noosa Panita. Um Instagram is Blue Corner Panida. And then obviously, I mean email address is uh panita at blue com. That'll come through to me anyway. Um I'm pretty much uh, everything to do with ab- admin. We're, we're we're a small dive base here. Um so we're, we're small and friendly and try our best to look after people. So you'll be getting you know, random sarcastic messages from me, possibly depending on how our relationship builds over emails. Um so yeah, Panita at com is me. And I will send you the link to our wonderful Manta rescue if you've not already got it, and you can you can send that, and you can see how nice and genuine a person I really am, and our and, and everybody who works
1: for us. Thank you very much for your time, and uh, I look forward to coming back and and diving together again.
0: No worries, dude. The pleasure's all mine. Let's uh, let's do another podcast sometime.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds good, man.
0: Cheers, brother. Speak to you soon. All the best. Yeah, stay safe.
1: This is Scuba Go Under the Sea,
0: the podcast for the inquisitive diver. welcome,
1: welcome. dive buddies. This is Scuba Go Under the Sea, the podcast for the inquisitive diver. Uh, Brendan, Liz, welcome uh, to the podcast. How are you doing? Hi, good morning. Very well, thank you. What's been happening at your end of the world? Well, we're currently currently based in Thailand
0: and fortunately, it's one of the better recovered uh, countries uh, regarding COVID19. So uh, we have been able to get about a little bit, which is really nice. Um, so we've been making the best use of our time uh, trying to drive certain campaigns that we feel are, are really important and uh, that we can try actually have an impact. Uh, something positive during the the time of COVID nineteen was to do something really nice, and to um, yeah achieve something wonderful.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, just before, because I'm going to ask you about the petitions for sure. Mm. Um, but just before that, for those people that will be listening to the podcast that aren't aware what Shark Guardian is, can you just um, give us a bit of a background on how it's all started and and how you've got to where you are now? Mm-hmm. Sure. Would you like to start? I uh, start. So, yeah. I mean, to summarise, we're a UK charity.
0: Um, but as they say, based in Thailand The money right generated by cricketers um, today okay, is extraordinary, so you
1: know, especially 30. with a very
0: um, but Shark Guiding has kind of been in the works for way more longer than that, isn't it? And you actually started going into schools around I think it was two thousand and ten, two thousand eleven, we went to first went to some schools in Bangkok.